Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of TheRandyReport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community and its allies. In this week's headlines, Carl Nassib, defensive end for the Las Vegas Raiders, comes out as gay. The Supreme Court ruled in an LGBTQ discrimination suit regarding foster care. A tragic accident happened at a South Florida Pride event, and the Miss USA pageant has its first transgender contestant. All that and more in this episode of The Randy Report. Last week, the U.S. Supreme Court issued a narrow ruling in the case of Fulton v. City of Philadelphia, brought by Catholic Social Services, a foster care agency seeking a religious exemption from the City of Philadelphia's LGBTQ-inclusive non-discrimination ordinance. The case arose after Catholic Social Services violated its contract with the city by refusing to place children in the care of same-sex couples. The High Court found in favor of Catholic Social Services on the very narrow aspect that Philadelphia did not apply its own local policy neutrally. What the ruling did not do was create a broad license to discriminate, which is what LGBTQ opponents were hoping for. Specifically, the court's unanimous decision held that local government's non-discrimination ordinances do not conflict with the First Amendment as long as they do so neutrally and are applied uniformly. The court's narrow ruling applies only to the City of Philadelphia's contract with Catholic Social Services. In a statement responding to the ruling, Shannon Minter, legal director for the National Center for Lesbian Rights, wrote, Properly understood, Today's decision is a significant victory for LGBTQ people. The court ruled in favor of Catholic Social Services, but on the narrowest possible ground, based on the language in the City of Philadelphia's contract that authorized individualized exemptions for any provider. Minter added, As a result of today's decision, those who feared the court might create a sweeping new religious exemption to such laws can breathe a sigh of relief. This situation is similar to the Supreme Court's 2018 Masterpiece Cake Shop ruling, which then narrowly held in favor of a Colorado baker who refused to bake a wedding cake for a same-sex couple. Instead of ruling against the state's non-discrimination laws, the court found that the Colorado Civil Rights Commission had shown animus against the baker by not fair consideration to his claims. It's important to note that an October 2020 survey from PRRI found a very broad majority of Americans, 70%, oppose allowing religiously affiliated agencies that receive taxpayer funding to refuse to accept qualified gay and lesbian couples as foster parents, including 31% of those people who said they strongly oppose such policies. Carl Nassib of the Las Vegas Raiders, my hometown folks, has come out as gay, becoming the first openly gay active player in the NFL. 
Nasib came out through a quick and somewhat casual video message posted on his Instagram account. Take a listen. What's up, people? I'm Carl Nassib. I'm at my house here in Westchester, Pennsylvania. just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. Um, I really have the best life. I got the best family, friends, and job a guy could ask for. Um, I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. Um, I just think that representation and visibility are so important. Um, I actually hope that like one day videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. But until then, you know, I'm going to do my best and do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting, that's compassionate. And I'm going to start by donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project. They're an incredible organization. They're the number one suicide prevention service for LGBTQ youth in America. And they're truly doing incredible things. And I'm very excited to be a part of it to help in any way that I can. And I'm really pumped to see what the future holds. Uh, that's all I have for you guys. I hope you have a great day. Work hard. Immediately after Nasib's message was posted to Instagram, the Raiders and the NFL announced their support for his coming out. The Las Vegas Raiders Twitter account wrote, Proud of you, Carl. And the NFL tweeted, The NFL family is proud of you, Carl, and followed that with an announcement that the organization would match Nasib's donation to the Trevor Project. Within hours, Nasib's Raiders jersey became the top-selling jersey in the entire NFL. He also saw his Instagram account grow from a respectable 27,000 followers to over 300,000. Nasib played for Penn State in college, and this fall will be his sixth season with the NFL, his second with the Raiders. He previously played for the Cleveland Browns and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There has never been an openly gay or bi active player who's played a down in an NFL regular season game. Now, you may remember Michael Sam, who came out as gay in advance of the 2014 NFL Draft. After a stellar season for the University of Missouri in 2013, he was a first-team All-American and named the Associated Press Co-Defensive Player of the Year in the Southeastern Conference. At that time, only one player who had earned that honor had been selected outside of the top 33 picks at the NFL Draft. When Sam came out, the New York Times noted that he was, quote, projected to be chosen in the early rounds of the NFL. But months later, Sam sweated through hours and hours of the draft until finally, in the seventh and final round, the St. Louis Rams made him their next-to-last pick. Sam was number 249, out of 256 at that NFL draft. In the end, Sam was cut by the Rams before the regular season. He was picked up for the Dallas Cowboys practice squad, but a month later he was released. He never made it to a 53-man roster in the NFL. In 2015, Sam was signed by the Montreal Alouettes, and on August 7, 2015, he became the first out gay player to play in a CFL regular season game. He announced his retirement from football a week later due to mental health reasons. He currently shares his experiences as a motivational speaker. Still a class act, hours after Nassib's announcement, Sam tweeted his congratulations. He wrote, Carl Nassib, thank you for owning your truth and especially your donation to the Trevor Project. LGBTQ people are more likely to commit suicide than heterosexuals. I hope and pray people will take note of this. Thank you again, Carl, and look forward to seeing you play on the field.
Now, some might wonder if Nassib might experience some of what Sam saw during his short time in the NFL, but there are some big differences between the two scenarios. One, Nassib is already a veteran NFL player with five seasons under his belt. His team, coaches, and front office already know him. And last year, he signed a three-year, $25 million contract with the Las Vegas Raiders. It's hard to imagine Nassib's value to the Raiders suddenly taking a dive. Plus, we're seven years past Sam's NFL experience. And in that time, marriage equality has become the law of the land. And while LGBTQ equality isn't quite there yet across the board, we are making progress thanks in great part to that increased visibility Nassib mentioned in his coming out. As a matter of fact, the NFL released today a new ad spot which boldly declares, Football is gay. Set to a raucous drum solo, the text of the ad continues, writing, Football is lesbian. Football is beautiful. Football is queer. Football is life. Football is exciting, football is culture, and it goes on to do a lot of things and landing finally on, football is everything, football is for everyone. The message also closes with the message of support for the Trevor Project. Sam Rappaport, NFL Senior Director of Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, told OutSports about the spot, I'm proud of the clear message the spot sends to the NFL's LGBTQ fans, this game is unquestionably for you. I will be playing the first line over and over in my head all season. A member of a men's chorus group unintentionally slammed into Pride Parade participants at the Wilton Manors Pride Parade in South Florida, killing one member of the group and seriously injuring two others. Fred Johnson Jr., 77 years old, has been named by police as the driver of the vehicle that veered out of control. In a statement sent to the Daily Beast, Johnson wrote, This is a horrible accident. I love my chorus family and the community and would never do anything to intentionally harm anyone. Please know that I hold my fellow chorus member, Jim Fahey, in my heart forever and offer my condolences to his friends and family. Fort Lauderdale police are still gathering evidence, but have acknowledged the incident seems to have been an accident. Apparently, due to health issues, Johnson was unable to walk in the parade with the men's chorus, so he was chosen to drive a white pickup truck. As he moved the vehicle into position for the start of the parade, the truck accelerated unexpectedly, striking the victims. Jim Fahey, 75 years old, was killed in the accident, and two more men, Jerry Vro and Gary Keating were injured. The incident occurred at the beginning of the event, and the event was consequently canceled for the evening. Sesame Street has a new family in the neighborhood. The longtime children's series recently introduced its first same-sex couple, other than Bert and Ernie, yes I know, named Dave, played by Chris Costa, and Frank, played by Alex Weissman, along with their daughter Mia, played by Olivia Perez. The family made their first appearance in the latest episode titled Family Day. The episode was directed by Alan Maroka, who also plays the owner of Hooper's Store on the show. Maroka shared the news of the important milestone on his Instagram account, writing, Sesame Street has always been a welcoming place of diversity and inclusion. I am so honored and humbled to have co-directed this important and milestone episode. 
Love is Love, and we are so happy to add this special family to our Sesame Street family. Happy Pride to all! Filipino-American model Cataluna Enriquez made history this past weekend by becoming the first transgender woman to qualify for the Miss USA pageant. She qualified for the pageant after being crowned Miss Nevada USA on June 28th in Las Vegas. The 27-year-old took to Instagram to share a photo from the event. She was wearing a sparkling rainbow-colored gown for the coronation night and wrote, In honor of Pride Month, and all those who don't get a chance to spread their colors. Enriquez competed as Miss Silver State against 21 contestants in the Miss Nevada pageant and will be representing the state in the upcoming Miss USA pageant. Enriquez hails from San Leandro, California, and is currently based in Las Vegas, Nevada. After graduating from high school in 2011, Enriquez enrolled in the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising in Las Vegas, where she studied fashion design. In 2016, she launched her own fashion brand, Cataluna Couture. In the same year, she went on to represent California in the Transnation Queen USA pageant, ultimately winning the title on October 22, 2016 in Los Angeles. Speaking to Fox 5 News in Las Vegas, Enriquez shared that the road to the crown has not always been that of other beauty queens before her. In another pageant outside Nevada, when the organizers found out she was transgender, she says everything changed. Enriquez was required to meet with a doctor who had to examine her and certify that she was female before being allowed to compete, something not required of anyone else at that competition. At the same pageant, every other contestant was assigned a roommate except her. The Miss USA 2021 pageant will be held on November 29, 2021 in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Should she win the crown, Enriquez would become only the second transgender woman to compete at the Miss Universe pageant. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you would share it with your friends. I like to think of The Randy Report as the 60 minutes of gay news only shorter. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I cover the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community and its allies. As we celebrate the last few days of Pride Month 2021, I want to share with you this totally infectious remix of the gayest of gay anthems, I Am What I Am. Broadway legend Jerry Herman delivered unto us his glorious theme song of self-love in his 1983 Broadway blockbuster, La Caja Folle. And while there have been many fabulous takes on the upbeat theme song, this new version takes the joy over the top. J. Harrison G. and Company serves up a gloriously up-to-date version of the LGBTQ anthem. In the music video, they also give us shades of characters from Broadway musicals, but updated in LGBTQ form. In it, you'll spy some Dorothy Gale and Toto from Wizard of Oz, Tony and Maria from West Side Story, Danny and Sandy from Grease, Dolly Levi from Hello Dolly, and Joseph of that Dreamcoat fame. The music video was directed and produced by Jimmy Larkin, James Alonzo White delivers fierce choreography for the dancers, and Devin Lewis skillfully handles music production duties. You can watch the music video, where else? At therandyreport.com. 
Congratulations to everyone involved in the music video that represents in all shapes, all sizes, all ages, all shades of rainbow pride joy. Thanks for listening, folks. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time. I am what I am. I am my own special creation. So come take a look, give me the hook or the ovation. It's my world that I want to have a little pride in. My world and it's not a place I have to hide in. Life's not worth a damn till you can say, hey world I am. Not worth a damn till you can say, hey, well.